0: Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie with Emily and Jordan. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. Hmm. Not the case.
1: Okay. I'm Jordan. Just kidding.
0: Okay. This is how it works. We tell each other three stories, two being true and one being a lie. Hence the name. This episode is all about ghost stories. So we each wrote our own and then we found two other real ghost stories to share. We have to determine which one was made up by the other person and which ones were real.
1: I also want to say just as a caveat that we planned to record this over a month ago, hence the ghost story concept. And now it's the end of November, and we still haven't recorded it. This was a Halloween theme, but Emily and I are just really hard to get together sometimes. And now we're a month behind, and here we are.
0: Just busy people, you know. How's it going? Uh, it's good. I also realized how much I hate ghost stories while I was doing this assignment.
1: I don't hate ghost stories. I just realize how much I don't believe in ghosts and how unafraid of them I am. True. Because of the fact that I just—it's just like every time I listen to it or I read a ghost story or I listen to a ghost story, it's like. Ooh, there's a little nine-year-old that like comes out of the cover. Like, <laughs> I could beat the heck out of a nine-year-old, and like especially like a nine-year-old a girl, like, an eighty-five-year-old woman. But if a nine-year-old girl, nine-year-old ghost, eighty-five-year-old ghost, eighty-five-year-old woman. I don't know why they're so all you'd be more I'm not scared sexist. if they were like
0: twenty-five-year-old man. Yeah,
1: a jacked like linebacker, I'd be very afraid. Well, but I'm just saying every well, maybe ghost,
0: maybe that's one of my stories. I think it's maybe if I linebacker. was to
1: write, well, this is an idea. If we write like a real one, like let's have a real scary ghost. Like it's not this like toddlers and, like, really old people.
0: Maybe my stories are scary. I know? guess
1: that's to be determined. You don't know? I, I question how much faith I have in your in your ghost story writing abilities, though.
0: Yeah, we'll see if our stories actually fool the other person. I don't know how.
1: Yeah, I feel like we know each other relatively well. I'm kind of, I wonder.
0: Yeah, you know? Okay. Do you want to go first? Ooh. Oh.
1: Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Do we gonna So I'm going to read all three of mine, right? Yeah. And, you, and then are you going to pick...
0: And then How should I pick, pick after, or should I pick after I read mine? Maybe,
1: like, make a note, and then okay. you can... Okay. I have a pen here. Okay. Oh, my pen. Well, you don't need it right now, I guess. Okay. Okay. <clears> here <throat> we go. Pod script two, two, seven, two a lie. Oh, sorry, that's the title. I wasn't supposed to read that. You ready? Classic. This is the first one. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready Oliver. Okay. This, is, this one is made up.
0: <laughs> Where
1: is it? In a small town in Puerto Rico in 1975, farm animals start... <laughs> December 13th, midday, <laughs> midday, or midnight?
0: 1230.
1: Stop interrupting me. Very bad audience number. Go. Cool. Farm, sorry. So we're in Puerto Rico, 1975. Farm animals started to turn up dead. In one year, 15 cows, a pig, and 22 geese were found deceased by their owners. Gooses? Goose, <laughs> 22 gooses <laughs> and one pooglet. All with something in common small puncture wounds on their bodies and having been entirely drained of blood. One morning, a farmer woke up and checked on his pigs in their enclosure where he found um, one had been killed. Again, a handful of small puncture wounds and this pig was completely devoid of its blood. Devoid or void? Am that's I a, using devoid wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I swear I, I didn't probably write this. know that
0: as an aspiring English teacher, but continue. Well,
1: that's like I'm sure you'll, you'll figure it out as you go. Thanks. Um, so with this... Yeah, where the pig had been killed and drained of its blood, the enclosure had not been forced open. Okay. It was, oh, like, it was a mechanical handle, and the mechanical handle was just open. By me- mechanical, I mean, like, a real handle. Okay. I don't know why I put mechanical in there. I don't either. Okay.
0: Why well, uh. you put it in there, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Nervous. Sweats nervously. I am wearing a really heavy jacket. Yeah, around, we're inside. So it is raining really hard. Outside. <laughs> anyway, <Where> we're not. <laughs> raining really hard inside. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hogwarts. The media got wind of the story and began spreading the word and reporting on the commonalities.
0: Did you say spurning?
1: Spreading. Oh, spreading. Um, people in the area began to became, people in the area started to come forward with similar stories of their own livestock being killed. Amidst this, a woman and her daughter reported having seen a large creature walking on two legs, standing at about four or five feet tall with bright red eyes. <laughs> the woman began to approach it and the animal unfurrowed its large wings and flew off into the night. The morning after this encounter, they found their dog dead in the yard. Again, one small puncture wound, and the dog had no blood. How it had no blood? For the uh, listener to interpret. (laughs) Stories of these dead animals stopped for several years, but in the mid-1990s, reports of these deaths began again, and this time in much greater abundance. In the summer of 1995, over 150 animals were reported dead all in what seemed to be a struggleless battle, drained of their blood. In the late 1990s, Puerto Rico began to have common reported sightings of the creature described earlier, over four feet tall, walking on its two back legs and with large wings and piercing red eyes. But now people were getting a closer look of the monster, reporting it had gray skin with a log pointy tongue. And the dead animals continued to be found, but now in greater numbers. However, in these later years, the killer was becoming craftier, one farmer reported that he had found thirty dead turn the page long. don't mind me. Excuse you. Thirty dead sheep in his barn, except there had been no sign of force entry again, and the assailant had opened the barn door using a normal handle. Seeing a trend? See a, yes.
0: a normal handle or a mechanical handle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Finally, in late nineteen ninety-eight, the wife of a farmer couldn't find her husband in the morning, and when she went looking for him in his barn, she found four of her peacocks dead, drained of their blood. Uh, except um, lying on the floor with the peacocks was the farmer, who was dead. A puncture wound to the head and completely drained of blood. And this animal in Puerto Rico was never seen again after that.
0: Wow. Is that the end? I'm it was scared. really long. I tuned out for a lot of it, but I think I
1: got I, I, got <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up for the end, though.
0: I think I got what I needed.
1: Okay, this is my second one. Okay. Uh, in 2001, Sylvia Nasser moved to Plymouth, Massachusetts. As a single parent with her son,
0: Plymouth or Plymouth?
1: Uh, you know, again, suffer interpretation. <laughs> I'm not from Massachusetts. I don't know. Huh, I've never been. Uh, should have been but Massachusetts. Spill that.
0: No thanks. Okay.
1: Uh, she worked really long hours in an old hospital. You know, Massachusetts is like the
0: isn't like a and stuff there. Like
1: well, it's like the still. earliest. Um, <laughs> it's the earliest settlings, The earliest like like the first place that the I know nothing about history so please for any history majors out there don't don't, don't tweet at me, at me. <laughs> but uh it's it's like super old cuz like the a lot of people from Europe came over and landed in Massachusetts cuz it was oh, okay. like and so
0: right and they like everything
1: over there is super old
0: okay
1: yeah this is like tons of I feel like I'm trying to explain Massachusetts to like a 2-year-old but that's as well as I can explain like anyways she worked in an old hospital is the moral of the story um the she just got out of nursing school she had a son okay stop Stop yelling at me. One weekend, she was in the middle of a three-day shift at the hospital, and there was a, she was staying in a sleeping apartment on the top floor of the hospital. Uh, it was a tiny little place and hadn't really been touched since the early 1900s. Things were broken all over the place, and it was super worn down. It had curtains between a bunch of beds so that a, locked, a lot of nurses could sleep up there, but it was only accessible to the nurses, so you needed like a fob, like a nurse fob, to get in. Or security could get in if there was an emergency foreshadowing
0: Mm.
1: what does that mean english major Mm. um so yeah so only nurses could come in uh and this was an extremely old hospital there's no insulations in the walls so you could hear everything that was going on in every little bit of that room so sylvia was trying to sleep one saturday night at about 1 a.m alone in this apartment and apartment is just like a quarters for sleeping apartments used very liberally Uh, sleeping
0: quarters as you may
1: when all of a sudden there's a banging on the door okay oh that's the banging yeah uh, she gets up to answer, and there's a security guard there with a terrified look on his face. He asks if she's okay, and she says yes. Why? He sprints around the apartment with his flashlight and gun, searching high and low for about ten minutes in every corner of the cabin, in every corner and every cabinet. Once he comes up empty-handed, <laughs> she's living in <at> a
0: cabinet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's a mole. Uh, once he comes up empty-handed, he says that he just saw a man on the security camera while he was downstairs. Run, run across a room, stand over top of Sylvia, and then run out the other side through the window. It's eerie. It is eerie, yeah, right? It
0: is,
1: yeah. Oh my heart, I'm like flutter, flattering.
0: Flutter, <laughs>
1: flutter. That's a that's a term. <laughs> yeah, Don't bother I've looking heard it up. Yeah, no, I've heard of it a lot. Last story, okay? Yeah. This one's gonna knock your socks clean off. All right. Tyler James McBride. I'm sure you've heard the name. Always. Uh, I see your eyes peering to my script, and I, I appreciate the fact that you want to win, but if you're not... Get if you, on this with isn't it. a cheating activity.
0: Continue.
1: Tyler James McBride and a few of his friends were going on a ghost hunt right around Halloween, obviously. When else do you hmm. look like for ghosts? Uh, he had heard about a graveyard that many children... Tro- uh, he heard about a graveyard where children were murdered by their mother had been buried. The graveyard was located off the main road, so McBride parked his car on the side of the road, and the group of his friends, which were about five to seven people, got out and followed a small path through the woods for a couple minutes to the graveyard. Once he was there, nothing exciting happened for about the first ten minutes or so, and they tried everything that the website heard, uh, told them about how to summon the ghost, with nothing resulting. They got bored, and they left. They started taunting the ghosts uh, and the supposed ghost of the mother, mother of the ghosts, pardon me, uh, and this, con- this continued for a few minutes before they got tired and they went back to the car, and then they went home. Uh, once they got back to the car, Tyler James, who was the driver, opened his handle, uh, tried to open his handle without unlocking the car because he hadn't locked it in the first place, but it was locked. He attributed this to his bad memory at the time. The group drove, he unlocked the car, the group drove home, and they were laughing and talking like normal college-aged kids. After he had dropped all them off at their homes, he went back to his own house. He got in at the same time as one of his roommates, who stopped and waited for him to pull in. The roommate had his phone out and was shining the light in the window when his friends pulled in as a joke. And he saw a bunch of tiny, baby-sized handprints all over the windows. And as soon as he got out, he went into the house without saying a word to his roommates. The roommates, confused, went back to the car and tried to rub out the handprints, and they were on the inside of the car. Ooh. Baby handprints all on the inside. That, the creepiest visual you've ever heard.
0: That's very creepy.
1: How did I do for our first podcast?
0: I think you did well. I scared
1: myself. I have an I'm idea. I have an
0: idea of, of which, which one's, one's true. Not true. Which, or one's which one's one not is true. true?
1: Not true. Which one do you think?
0: I'm going to hold on to that until I read my stories that's and funny. for the big reveal
1: later. Big reveal, okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? <sighs> I'm just, I scared myself a little bit. Mine are here. a lot shorter than yours, but that's good. Well, fair. that's good. I think, I think mine went, went a little bit long. I do too, yeah. I way mean, too long. You know, good writing uh, takes work. a while. You need work. to really set the scene. The shorter it tells of your capabilities. I rude. Just kidding. Go okay. on.
0: Okay. Back in the 70s in Toronto, a local story for
1: you 70s in Toronto. I already know this. There lying. was
0: a tragic accident involving a freight train and a school bus. A school bus full of children was heading home from the school when it was crossing the train tracks on Old Finch Road.
1: Old French Road? Finch. Finch. Like okay. A finch. So the finch road, tree? The finch road bird? was called Old, Old Finch?
0: Old Finch Road.
1: I can tell. This is a lie right <laughs> off the bat. We can stop the podcast now. This one's a lie.
0: Let me finish. Okay. There was a malfunction with the warning signals and the lights. They were not flashing, nor were the arms down. The bus driver must have failed to look before he began to cross the tracks, and unfortunately, the bus was struck by an oncoming train. The driver and a number of children died in the accident, and many others were injured. Now, almost 50 years later, it has been said that if you drive your car onto the tracks at Old Finch Road, the ghosts of the dead children from the bus crash will push your car off the tracks to save you from the same unfortunate issue that plagued them. Not only that, but when you get out and look at the back of your car, you will notice little handprints what? from the children that push your car to safety.
1: We both had one I know, handprints. when you said
0: that, I was like, that what? That is
1: so funny. By the way, I know that I talked a lot of uh, negativity about ghosts earlier, but if there's a bunch of ghosts pushing your car off the train tracks prevent you from getting hit, you, no, gotta are respect, some cool you gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. I mean,
0: it's creepy because it's kids. It
1: is creepy. How, do you, like, know their, how do you know they're kids? Do they see them?
0: They're little. Am I allowed to ask handprints? these
1: questions? I, can I ask these questions? I don't know,
0: but it says yeah. handprints of little children, the children that died in the accident. Yeah.
1: okay. So, they, so okay. I enough. don't know
0: if we're allowed to ask questions. These are, these, are not, like,
1: these are not just adults with really small, like Donald Trump-esque hands. It
0: could be. You know what? I wasn't there. I haven't been to <laughs> Old Finch Road, but if I do, I'll let you know the size of the prints. I like I'll that one. That was a good one. Okay.
1: <laughs> I can see a theme here. I see how your brain works. Just like
0: there's a Canadian theme Google here. Google ghost stories. Ghost here. stories from Toronto. You know what? This paying yeah. homage to the it's place really, I'm from.
1: Really high uh, population of ghost stories in Toronto.
0: It's a creepy place. Have you ever been?
1: Uh, I have. Yeah. I don't think it's that creepy. It's,
0: I haven't. So you know what they say? It's, so, like I don't the, know. it's
1: the New York of Canada, except without all the stuff.
0: All right. Let's get back to that it. That joke please. kind of Thank obviously you. landed flat. Okay.
1: It's obviously your fault.
0: Yeah. Back in the 90s in Toronto, two teenage girls were babysitting a young girl at her house. The child's parents were out at a fundraiser and had asked one of the girls that lives in the neighborhood to babysit while they were out. The house was a heritage home, and the neighborhood kids made jokes all the time that it was haunted due to the antiquated nature of the house. So, when the girl was asked to babysit there, she wanted to say no, but her parents insisted she do it. Her only condition was that her friend come with her. The girls went to the house, and the parents left. The house was three floors, and they spent most of the evening on the main floor but after they ate dinner, they went down to the basement to watch a movie before putting the girl to bed. While they were watching the movie, they heard what sounded like the front door opening and closing upstairs. They paused the movie to listen. Originally, they thought the parents had arrived home early. They heard footsteps starting at the front door and they could trace the movement around the house in a circle. The house was set up so that the hallway... Stop looking at me like that. But the hallway went around in a circle from the front door and around to the back where the kitchen was in the back door and back around to the front
1: door again. (coughs) Say door a couple more times.
0: Door, 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 (laughs) door, door, door. door. The girls were freaking out downstairs, but trying not to scare the child. The footsteps stopped at the front door again, and they heard the person walk to the kitchen one more time, and then they didn't hear anything. Panicked, they called 911 and waited. The police arrived, and the front door was locked, but the back door was wide open. The police said there was no sign of forced entry, and asked the girls if the door was left unlocked. The girls insisted they had made sure all of the doors were locked, as they were terrified of the house in the first place. The police also checked all the windows, and they were all locked as well, so there was no way the intruder entered through the window. The parents of both the child and the babysitters were called. The child's parents were able to confirm that nothing had been stolen from the house. The police jokingly attributed the accident, the incident to a ghost, and the girls never went near that house again.
1: That one was good. That one's creepy. That one was really creepy. I like, I like I like the idea of the cops getting called to a, a house and then just telling the people it was a ghost. Like, yeah, it
0: was a ghost. Like we don't know what me? it is.
1: <laughs> that was like bad policing. It <laughs> yeah, was it's a ghost. So gotta go. Oh, um, so you know what? It's you know it's it's time I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired. Yeah, it's I'm gonna times, go home. time for a Timmy's. Party. It was Toronto. After. It was I don't Toronto. Know the they probably
0: did go straight
1: to Timmy. Well, I mean, I don't know about straight too, but I do see I what know. you're saying. All
0: right, you ready for the last one? <laughs> it's
1: just shoddy police work. I think. just no matter how you look at it. I am ready for the last one.
0: Okay. A few homes away from a, girl, from a young girl named Selena lived a man with his family. One night, one of his daughters went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead. Turns out she had passed away from an aneurysm.
1: End kind of story.
0: And that's it.
1: <laughs> All right, it's the third one.
0: After the girl's funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked Selena's uncle to check on their pets. Selena and her boyfriend went with her brother. Selena had heard there was a grand piano and she wanted to play it, and her boyfriend was studying to be a veterinarian, so he wanted to see the pets. When they got oh, to the okay. house, Selena's brother and her boyfriend headed to the basement to see the animals, and Selena went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her.
1: She Wait, what thinking. animals did they have?
0: Um, It didn't say. Okay. You know, right. just pets.
1: So, but there were cats. Was there a dog?
0: It's open to interpretation.
1: It's not a very good answer. Um,
0: she was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing and she felt it again. She looked under the piano and didn't see anything. When she started playing again, she felt hands clasp her legs and grab them tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called out to her brother and boyfriend, and waited for them. When they all walked outside, her brother could tell she was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened, and he turned white. He told her the daughter who died used to play a game with her father. When he'd play the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles, and push his feet up and down on the pedals. Such
1: a boring game.
0: Yeah. Well, this oh, that little the end of the story? Dead girl liked it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's the end of the story. Oh,
1: that was creepy. Yeah. Thank you. You did a good job. Thank really you. good job. Both of your. They For were sure. like legit. No, I'm not scared of ghosts, but those were. They're creepy.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I did my did my job well.
1: I know about well. But you do your job. Um okay, so how do we do this? Okay. So I think I, I think I know.
0: I, I think, think I know too. I think
1: I know just because I know your I can tell your the voice in your writing.
0: I knew that I had that, I had that issue. I thought that you was had, gonna be. Okay. I thought that was gonna be a thing.
1: The, but you know, I also ask questions, you're like, oh, I didn't say it, but you said that for every single one. How should we I mean, okay, what are the stakes? Like, if we like if one of us, uh, if I know if I get it wrong, or if like you guess mine and I don't guess yours, like I lose. Yeah. Then what happens?
0: We owe each other something. Like what? Like
1: we really should a have coffee thought about this. Too low people. stakes. Yeah, I think so. We should just like what about like a car?
0: Yeah, actually, I actually I really need a car. <laughs> so that'd be great.
1: We really should have thought about this. Yeah. We? I actually also need a car. Well, you have a you car. You have right? a car. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's okay. not, it could be fancy. We'll, fi- we'll
0: fi- figure it out later.
1: Okay. I think, what, sh- should I answer first? Sure. Okay. I mean, you can answer first if I you want. I should answer
0: first because you went first. Okay, sure. Okay. Go ahead. I think the second do want, one.
1: Do you want a quick reminder? No.
0: Nope.
1: You say it's the second I one? I think it's the second the one. The one about the hospital? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's okay. the one I think it
1: is. Okay. Do, should, can I, do you want me to confirm?
0: No, then you okay. guess.
1: Okay, I think it's your last one about the piano. Okay. You were right.
0: You were wrong. What? <laughs>
1: Damn it! <laughs>
0: oh, Which I'm one? so happy. I first thought was for it the sure second one? it was the second one. Darn it! That's a good one, right?
1: It was a good one.
0: I'm a good writer. What can I say?
1: You are. I mean. You're so
0: hesitant to tell me my How
1: did you? I thought for sure I buried it in the middle, and I thought for sure that it was gonna. Because be... you
0: were too, you had you added too much of your own flair into it. You were like, just want to let you know, Massachusetts is mm. really old. Lots of old things that happened there, and you had like, I'm really sorry. You had for like helping. anecdotal stuff. Yeah. That you added in that wasn't in the script. Okay.
1: Can I just tell you that I wanted to try and. Uh, I wanted to put it in the middle so that you would think of the first one and think of the third one and mm. then you'd forget about That's the It's funny, we one. both put ours in the middle. Did you think about what I just said when you put yours in the middle?
0: I don't think you so. Just, you ad-libbed it? I think I just ad-libbed it. Yeah, okay. Wow,
1: it hasn't been... It's wow. been a long time since I lost something. I'm not going to lie.
0: Shut up. You lost the hockey game two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I haven't stopped thinking about it since then. Now I won't stop thinking about this until the so next sorry. podcast. So, so sorry. Well, congratulations. You've Thank won. you.
0: I feel really accomplished. I'm happy.
1: I'm happy for you. So, what do you owe me now, though? I mean, is a car unreasonable?
0: It's not at all. I'll uh, start researching and let you know what 2018 model, maybe 2019. <laughs> now, <laughs> I would like to receive maybe as a little Christmas present, a little bow.
1: You th- a, a car for you is a small Christmas, a little Christmas, a little just a little one. Yeah, I'm, I'll send it to I'll send it to Mexico where you spend your winters. Please, thank You're you. You're a real snowbird. Thank
0: you, thank you. I know.
1: So, is there? I mean. You won. Is there anything else we need to, to talk about?
0: I don't know. Just how great I am, really.
1: I mean, that is, I, I thought for sure that I would fool you with, uh, with the lame first one, the pretty good last one, and then the mediocre second one. Were you scared?
0: No. Okay. Your first one, to be honest, I honestly tuned out because it was so long. It was like, so many things yeah. were devoid of blood, yeah. and I was like...
1: I, I know, and the, in all honesty, the first one was more or less a transcription from a podcast I listened to called Lore. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: And that's a true story. Can you believe that's a true story? Yeah, it's gross. That's straight up. There's something going on. i mean like, you you listen to lore, and I think that the guy who hosted his name's Aaron Mankey. Is and it he's about like ghost like a, stories? It's about. It's called lore because it's about folklore. Oh, okay. And so this story that he told, it's like, I mean, I don't have a tough time believing that there's this thing that's going around. That's like basically a vampire sucking, yeah. things, sucking the blood out of farm animals and one human. But at the same time, like a lot of people said it was true and a lot of people saw this thing happen. Do you know what
0: it reminds me of? Have you ever seen the movie Splice? Uh, it's such a messed up movie. I've heard and of I it. don't really recommend it. But
1: <laughs> it was like this? That
0: it, that like creature yeah. with like wings on two oh. feet sounds like that. Was
1: that one is that movie set in the winter? Because I remember seeing like a trailer so. I of I think like,
0: so. It's really messed up.
1: I remember seeing a trailer of like uh a bat like creature and like sprang snow. It's, it's kind of old.
0: It's really creepy now. How, how
1: old kind of old?
0: Ooh.
1: Are you looking at um, right Adrian now? Brody's in it? Oh, I like Adrian Brody, the pianist.
0: Yes, that's him. The white
1: Snoop Dogs. That I like 2009,
0: so it's not that old.
1: That's not old at all. Hey, what's up? This episode is brought to you by Larbar. It's my favorite chocolatey treat, uh, and that's saying a lot because I eat a lot of chocolatey treats. Don't I eat a lot of chocolatey treats? You really do. How many granola bars do you see me eat day?
0: At least 15.
1: That's painstakingly it's, accurate. It's very accurate, yeah. And Larbar is the best. So go to www.larbarnutrition.com, enter promo code JORDY, and you'll get 30% off. So thanks for listening to our first podcast. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. So we're going to try and do this as often as we can. So guys, I want you to tweet at us with uh, your suggestions for our next uh, theme. Emily, what's the Twitter again?
0: The Twitter is at Two Truths and a Lie Podcast, with the two being the number two. All
1: right. Tweet at me. Bye.